It's the Donna Sugar Show. Oh, yes. It's, it's everything. It's everything. It's high heel shoes. It's makeup. It's wigs. It's, it's video games. It's movies. It's, it's Dungeons and Dragons and World of Warcraft. It's, it's about me. The podcast is about me. You should know this. You downloaded the Donna Sugar Show. Yes. Oh, God. This voice. I, I sound like the author. Yes. Oh, I need a nap. Well, hello, darlings. This is Donna Sugars. Yes. Welcome to the Donna Sugar Show. Oh, yes. Hi, girls. Welcome to another week of my podcast. Darlings. Uh, so back into the regular groove here. I'm so excited. Uh, so what I will admit, I didn't get through everything last week. Uh, There's so much stuff going on, and I just really wanted to get you a show out. So got to give you guys the cliff notes of what's going on. So I had my YouTube account taken away. It's suspended permanently, told that I can never have another YouTube again, and that it was because of miss... It was spam, um, inappropriate political videos, or... Um, oh, what was it? The thumbnails and titles were misleading. So I'm like, okay, so they, they're like, watch this video. And then it was this video pretty much telling me, like, this is this is what this things are. But no, like, and then you can make a new account. It was literally, you can never make another account again. So, like, fuck you. I've already talked to a bunch of people that said, yeah, girl, just make another account. Who gives a shit? Like, what are they going to do? They're not, they don't have a hard-on for you specifically. Like, their algorithm popped you up and then he deleted you. I did try to appeal it, and they didn't give a shit. <laughs> Less than an hour later... I got the, your appeal has been denied. You cannot appeal this again. Really? Okay. So, <laughs> uh, so I immediately just went over to one of my other YouTubes, because I have like four, uh, because do you remember when you had Google, like, <laughs> remember Google Plus? They would just automatically sign you up for shit. Uh, Google likes to automatically sign you up for shit that you didn't agree to. Really? So, um, so I'm, I'm a little upset about that. I think the part of it that makes me upset is the fact that I had to now track down all of the pages. I had like a hundred different, 150 different people that I followed and I don't remember them. I genuinely don't remember who they all are. So I'm like trying to remember like who are the most important. It's like, okay, I need Johnny McGovern. I need Eric Couture. I need, <laughs> uh, I was trying to like, remember the ones that I knew, like, I remembered Strictly Dumpling in my little homestead, um, Modustrial Maker, who who made who he's the one that bought that that uh, building in Chicago and is converting it into his own house. Home in the Earth took me forever to find. Um, I'm obsessed with them. They are building this huge mansion that's kind of a hobbit hole underground. I uh, love it so much. Um, and then Mr. Chickadee, I, Mr. Chickadee, I found original uh, like really quickly, mostly because um, it's really easy to find him because. I want him to wreck it. Like, I want him to come in, wreck it, uh, leave, and uh, I would say thank you. Um, um, kind of loving him. Uh, so I immediately found his videos. Um, he's a girlfriend. Whatever. Um, sex for me. <laughs> sex for the world. Uh, but he's gorgeous. He kind of looks like he's Amish. He's a little Amish in how he dresses, but it's hot. Uh, so enjoying that quite a bit. Um, other than that, so that sucked. That was a lot. Um, something that kind of happened, I went to the dentist. I, I talked about the fact that I had cracked one of my teeth in the back. 
uh, my second molar on the bottom left side had a crack in it um, uh, and it needed to be repaired and so I went into the dentist and the dentist uh, did a cleaning and he um, uh, did the x-rays and all that and he said, okay, this is just going to be the kind of first visit to look and see what's going on here. And I'm like, I'm sure it's terrible. And he's like, it's really not as bad as you think. He's like, you are going to need a root canal and a post and a crown on that one tooth. Um, we're going to need to fix another one of your crowns. And then you've got a couple of cavities. Okay, fine. For having not been to the dentist in over a decade, that's not terrible. Okay. Uh, so he's going to fix them. Um, he was able to fill one of the cavities uh, while I was there. And the cleaning was super simple. Like, I think I had psyched myself up that it was going to be this horrible experience, but it really wasn't. Uh, so I can't wait to have everything done and then um, stay on top of it. Like, I'm going to definitely stay on top of it because it really wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't as bad of an experience as I had made myself. I had scared myself into thinking. So um, other than that, like, it's really just been work. Work has been very stressful, very busy. It's a busy time of year with the holidays. And, um, uh, I won't get into too many details, but I may be looking for a new apartment in Buffalo. Nothing bad. I love my roommate. My roommate, um, is super nice, but some things might be coming down, um, and, and might be some changes. So I, <laughs> I might have to find a new apartment, um, which is weird because when you spend so long in a place, you become comfortable and you don't think about, what goes into an apartment you just we, we always have it and we, it's always been the two of us so um, I don't know so it's something that I have to to now think about I went into a really dark place after after he, he texted me um, a place that was completely irrational because it was all like <laughs> I knew exactly what was going on I've known about it for a long time so like I just let myself like kind of blow it out of proportion in my mind um, but <laughs> that's my crazy. Uh, so, um, that really did not help. What I will say is what helped me immensely are my, uh, friends, um, getting together with my friends. Um, I've had these, these days where I've missed, uh, uh, hanging out with, with my friends from Buffalo. I haven't, um, I haven't talked to Corey and Cam in so long. I texted them today. I was in a, okay. So I was in a very emotional place today. Very sappy. So I was, um, messaging Corey and then I didn't hear back. So I immediately went into like a shame spiral. Um, and then I was like on discord on the gayish discord where I play world of Warcraft with a lot of people. And I was like, <laughs> and they're being so sappy. Like, I just don't know how I would have gotten through the last year without, without you guys. Um, and so it was very hokey, but I just, I, I love them. <laughs> um, I love, uh, I love having people that, just get me and I don't have to try very hard. <laughs> that's always, I think that's important. I, I think that, um, for someone like me who doesn't understand, I really don't understand coupling in the romantic sense. Um, I understand friendship. I understand companionship. I understand liking being around people or liking talking to people where you look forward to talking to those people again. Um, having it turn into something past that is kind of completely over my head, but, um, I'm just not built that way. <laughs> so it's okay. Uh, so darlings, let's get right into it. Let's go into the two minutes of news. Um, we're going to do two minutes of news. Um, we're never going to do it that old, the way I did last week again, because I got angry messages, bitch, you know who you are. <laughs> I'll talk to him later. Um, he knows. Uh, so, 
he was like, "Oh no, it's, that's bad. That's bad. You can't. You can't do it that way." It's like, "Okay, fine. Oh, fine. I will never do it a different way." There was just so much of it, and so I didn't even get through half of it. Like, I still was like, I was trying to weed through it today. Oh my god! So let's get right into two minutes of news. Yes. You rock. <laughs> two minutes of news. Yes. Thanks to Brexit, British sex toy manufacturers have warned of added fees of sending items over to the European Union, meaning a $14.99 butt plug could cost you upwards of $56.99, and that is not the kind of fucking we were hoping for. Actor John Barrowman will reprise his role as Captain Jack Harkness in the television show Doctor Who for this year's holiday special. Oh, we all need some Captain Jack in our life and our body. The television show True Blood, based on the Southern Vampire Diaries by Charlene Harris, will get a reboot. Considering the original show just came out in 2014, a reboot seems a little premature, but considering how we loved it when the show started and we hated it when it ended, go ahead, girl. The 29-year-old retired French Olympic figure skater Morgan Cypress is facing felony charges in Florida after he allegedly sent a 13-year-old American figure skater lewd photographs over Instagram. Ellen DeGeneres closes out 2020 by catching COVID-19, thus halting production of her show. She has had a terrible year, and that's considering that this year was awful for everyone. The disgraced adult performer, Billy Santoro, that we've discussed multiple times on this show, admits to faking his suicide attempt to deflect the criticism against him. Like, really? Did we need you to say it? We all knew it. The Trump helped racist white folks come out of the closet. The only Anne Frank memorial in the U.S. in Idaho was defaced with swastika stickers reading, We Are Everywhere. Filming of the Netflix drama series The Witcher will have to continue without its star Henry Cavill after he was injured on the set and will need time to recover. I've been told that hand jobs are really great for recovery. Future First Lady Jill Biden received an overwhelming amount of support after the Wall Street Journal's sexist article written by Joseph Epstein saying that because she's not an actual medical doctor, she shouldn't be allowed to put doctor in front of her name. Well, guess what? That's not your decision. That's actually the field of study and the university she went to. Fuck you. Georgian Republican Kelly Loeffler's campaign has had to come out and say that she had no idea she was posing with a neo-Nazi in a photo. Um, you're a Republican in the Trump age, aren't they all? After a recent pro-Trump march, LGBT clothing line is horrified to see that their terrorist group Proud Boys are wearing their iconic line of yellow kilts. Finally, gay and bisexual men will finally be allowed to donate blood without abstinence from sex under historical UK rule. God save the queen. Oh, yeah. Yes, two minutes of news! Okay, darlings, I know I, t I totally went over, I totally went over. I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Uh, so let's get into the important stuff here. Um, uh, the most important thing of that first article is, where the fuck are you getting a butt plug that's $14.99? Is that a good butt plug? Like, girl, what is this website? Tell me about it. Tell me all about it. Um, <laughs> I loved Captain Jack Harkness. When he had, um, when they did that American Torchwood, oh my god, when he was fucking that one guy, that one guy's like, you don't need a condom. Like, none of us can die. Yeah, but whatever we get, we have to live with forever. So, oh, bless him. Oh, God, he's just so sexy. Uh, and he can sing. Oh, and I love his Instagram. Oh, goodness, and he's got a hot husband. Oh, just everything is glorious. Now, I am a huge fan of The Southern Vampire Diaries by Charlene Harris. Love it so much. So when the TV show first came out, I was super excited about it, but unfortunately it strayed so far from the books that it became less and less good. Now, there were obviously some good things in it, um, we all love some of the characters, especially the LGBT characters in the show. But unfortunately, it just took the weird turns and it just was not as good as it should be. So the fact that it's being rebooted by the same people that brought us Riverdale 
and Supergirl, Glee, Katie Keene, uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, this is going to be really exciting, and I think that they will do a really good job in reinventing it while sticking to the books, but then still giving it that kind of tweeny flair that they're good at. So this is the last time I'm ever going to talk about this guy, but we need to just one second, one more time, talk about Billy Santoro. So first of all, he did not attempt suicide. Even the person who helped him, his boyfriend at the time, like totally admitted that it, they were lying. Um, that admission on top of the fact that he was evicted from his Sydney home after a string of noise complaints and a series of non-COVID-19 friendly gay sex parties filmed in his home. One of the videos show him injecting himself with meth during an orgy. Really, like, I get it. COVID-19, the thirst is real. We've all had to do our things. But really, you can't go without a fucking orgy. Uh, so, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. This man is poison. He's not going to be brought up on my podcast again. Okay, calming breath, darlings. <laughs> I don't know why that sets me. It makes me crazy. That makes me more crazy than this shit with the swastikas. Because the shit with the swastikas at the end, Frank Memorial, honestly, I'm not surprised at all. Because these people have fully come out of the woodworks because they don't have to hide anymore. They can be outwardly proud, racist pieces of shit. I can't handle it. Oh, and poor Henry Cavill. Oh, God, that sexy darling. Oh, and I hear that it was chaos when he first got injured. Like, what are we going to do? Um, motherfucker is probably the most, I mean, better than probably the writers. He probably knows more about this story than any of them. Um, but he, oh god, he's just so oh, stunning. Love him so much. Um, honestly, I read the article that uh, from um, Joseph Epstein. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna read the article. The article was disgusting. The way he spoke to her, the way he treated her, he called her kiddo, bitch. That's Madam First Lady to you, okay? Um, she's earned that degree with her study. Fuck you. You do not get to tell her she cannot call herself a doctor. Like that's. That's legitimately not how that works. I, oh my God, it's just amazing how people treat other people. Now, I will admit that I was a little bit of a bitch when it came to the story about uh, uh, Kelly Loeffler, whatever. Um, she said that she didn't know that she was posing with a former head of the KKK. Honestly, darling, if your people are not on top of that, that's not our fucking fault, Okay. I'm sorry if you're not, I mean, but, but I have to admit you do, you and your party lately have been drawing a very selective group of people. So you can't be surprised when those people want pictures with you. Okay. Um, moving on. I am so happy about the historical UK ruling. I am so happy that gay men uh, and bisexual men will be able to donate blood. I, I have been able to donate blood in this time because I am not sexually active, even though I am very out about the fact that I'm a homosexual. Uh, so the fact that it's still happening in America is ridiculous. You cannot say, oh, we're having a blood shortage, but we don't want gay blood. Fuck you. So I'm glad that the UK has finally come to their senses on this. And the last story that I brought up, um, a little bit out of order now. The Proud Boys bought all these yellow kilts, these like iconic yellow and black kilts, and they wore them to this fucking crazy pro-jump rally that was this month. So those kilts are designed and made uh, by Viralis, uh, Viralis.com. Now, I have been a huge fan of them because... They have some sexy ass models, <laughs> some gorgeous models, and they have these lines of like uh, medieval um, and gothic styles known for their kilts 
really some beautiful clothes. Nothing that I can wear, uh, but some absolutely beautiful things. I could, I do kind of want a kilt. I'm kind of, uh, so it seemed very strange to them that these people would have purchased these kilts. I mean, there's, they're very out about the fact that this is a LGBT company. Um, so knowing that these people are, are just hate mongers, what they have, have come out and said is like, you know what? These people bought these kilts um, uh, from what they purchased. They purchased $750 in gear in that photo. Uh, so they've given $1,000 to the NAACP and to redirect hate to love. I think that is just brilliant. It's such a brilliant, it's kind of a middle finger to those dickheads over at the terrorist group the proud boys so uh fuck them um keep buying the shit i mean honestly but i think that's kind of crazy those were iconic and apparently they were very popular and to have them now be seen as this kind of oh, the kilts of racists so i don't know um which is funny because i was talking to um scott the Sater from the Sater shirt podcast and he said i have not the yellow one because like i have a rainbow one from them so their their kilts are beautiful go check them out honestly i am like gonna pimp them out this is free <laughs> advertising as much as anyone who listens to my show is advertising uh viralis.com um enjoy it it's it's beautiful absolutely beautiful i really want a kilt and if you go to their website right now you can actually they're actually having a sale um, their uh, Versata cargo kilt, their kind of utility kilt, uh, one of their largest sellers, is on sale right now for $100, uh, normally $149.99, now it's $99. Absolutely beautiful. Check out the stuff there and support an LGBT fashion brand. So, darlings, let's move on and let's get right into <laughs> a little bit of a topic here. You know what? Scratch that. I just I decided after trying to record <laughs> what I wanted to talk about, I wanted to talk about a video game that is very inappropriate and very homosexual and erotic uh so i'm actually going to save that till afterwards and we're going to instead <laughs> not talk about that but we're going to talk about a different game that everyone knows that i am currently obsessed with guys very quickly before we move on this is not an ad but <laughs> sometimes it sounds like an ad because i do love them um go over to epic games if you have them downloaded on your computer uh, or if you use their website epic games is giving away free games every day for the rest of the year uh today the 18th when i'm recording is actually new and tasty odd world abe's odyssey yesterday was city skylines um there's some rumor to be some pretty big games there's rumors that they might be giving us witcher 3 the wild hunt which i already bought so figures <laughs> but um check out epic games free games it doesn't cost you anything i mean i i have epic games because i have cyberpunk 2077 and fortnite and um i this is where i played all the assassin's creeds so um, i definitely think that it's worth it and i mean just in the time that i've been doing it over this covid year um, i have dozens of games that have been giving me to me for free that i haven't had to pay for so i think you should check it out it's really amazing okay let's move on let's talk about this She's probably playing WoW or something. Job's done. Me not that kind of orc. Okay, continuing right off where we left off last week, um, Arthas Menethil, the Prince of Lordaeron, has just culled the city of Stratholme and has vowed to chase down and destroy the Dreadlord Malganus, who has fled to Northrend. Okay, so Arthas arrives in Northrend. He discovers that Magni Bronzebeard, the king of the dwarves, his brother Muradin, is there looking for a blade called Frostmourne. 
Now, the two armies decide to work together. They establish camp. They start fighting off the undead and whatever else is in Northrend. Now, when Lordaeron calls Arthas's men back home, Arthas hires mercenaries and has them burn his own ships, preventing his men from leaving the island. And he tells his men, the only way we can leave now is if we can get to the Runeblade. And then he orders his men to kill the mercenaries that he hired. So this is really showing you this nut is starting to crack. <laughs> so they continue searching for the blade and they find it. And Muradin tells him that this blade is cursed. Now, Arthas, deeply within his craziness now, accepts the curse and takes the blade. Now, this is the moment that is thought that Arthas kills Muradin, because Muradin never came out of that cave that they went into, when in actuality, he was knocked out and he suffered amnesia. Now, Arthas took those forces and made their way to the Scourge base where Malganus was stationed and kills the Dreadlord. With the cause of his madness dead, he flees into the wilderness of Northrend, leaving his men to tend for themselves. Some month later, uh, several months later, Arthas returns to Lordaeron, expecting his just reward from his father, that he had done what he had set out to do. He greets Tyrannus, and without a moment, he pulls the cursed blade out and kills his father. He names himself the King of Lordaeron, and he hands the land over to the undead Scourge. Weeks later, Arthas, now a death knight, under the orders of the Lich King, uh, being given orders by the Lich King and the Dreadlords, is ordered to bring back Kel'Thuzad from the dead. The only way that you can bring him back is with a place of significant magical power. And in the Eastern Kingdoms, there's only one place of significant magical power that we can all remember. They're making their way to Quel'Thalas, the land of the elves. In the center of Quel'Thalas, in the city of Silvermoon, is the Sunwell, a magical fount of power that powers all the arcane magic of the elves of Quel'Thalas. They make their way to the border of this land and are met by the Ranger General Sylvanas Windrunner. You know, you'll remember her from our Second War talks. She was the elf that helped organize the elven forces in their battle against the Horde. Now, her forces do everything they can to be a thorn in the side of the Scourge, but the Scourge is too massive, too un thinking, unrelenting, it is a wave of death that wipes out everything in its path. She is caught, and instead of Arthas letting her simply die, he uses his powers and transforms her into the first Banshee, an undead slave to the Scourge. Unaware of this wave of death that is making its way towards their city, the Scourge makes it to Silvermoon, completely unaware, and they began to slaughter everything in sight, making their way to the Sunwell, this fount of power. Arthas places Kel'Thuzad's remains in the Sunwell, thus raising this necromancer into a lich and corrupting the Sunwell. Now, with their business done, they had no reason to stay there. They left, killing off anything they can on their way out. Now, the, the full extent of the destruction is still seen in Quel'Thalas today. The dead scar that rips right through the center of their land is still filled with undead, 
that are just meandering around that have left their once pristine and beautiful land forever scarred. So with Kel'Thuzad revived, he was given a job. He was ordered to go south to the city of Dalaran, the magical city, and retrieve the Book of Medivh and use it to summon Archimond and bring him to Azeroth. Now, from our conversation, Sargeras is the dark titan, corrupted, and now uh, uh, ushering in this realm of destruction, this burning legion against any world that may be corrupted by the void, destroying them before they can become these dark worlds. And his second command is Archimond, a very powerful wizard of the Eridar. Now, the Kirin Tor and all of their magic was <laughs> somehow not enough uh, to stop some zombies in Kel'Thuzad because they were able to get the book, and Kel'Thuzad was able to summon Archimond and the Burning Legion to Azeroth. Now the war has actually started. All of this was foreplay leading up to the arrival of the Burning Legion to Azeroth. Archimond made himself the general, as is his right, and his first act was to destroy Dalaran. With a swipe of his hand, the towers began to crumble, truly showing you how great his power is. Now, from this point to the end of the war, Archimond would be the field general, and his major topic in this invasion of Azeroth was the taking control of the second well of eternity, this fount of magical power that lies under the world tree Nordrasil, located on the continent of Kalimdor. And we're going to go ahead and leave it here. And the next section of this is literally called Flight to Kalimdor. Uh, so we're going to pick up there uh, next week. Um, thank you so much for um, everyone over at Gamepedia. Uh, for those who contribute to Wowpedia, this amazing resource for all things World of Warcraft uh, lore-related. Um, I'm using very much almost directly reading from this website because I think it is so beautifully done. And I, <laughs> where I have paraphrased um, or, or shortened or made something that sounds more like myself, um, it's just very few times. Um, very well written articles that give you all the lore in a way that is entertaining. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Let's get into very quickly talking about our last topic, which I have saved for last because of how inappropriate it is. Mom, don't listen. Mom, don't listen. Mom, don't listen. I'm talking about dicks. Yeah, dicks. You've been warned. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to give another warning for not for people more than just my mother. Um, if you are not interested in any way about hearing about <laughs> graphic um, gay sex, uh, maybe don't listen to the end part of this podcast. Uh, I'm going to talk about a video game that I started playing that I think is amazing. And I just don't know if it's going to be for everyone. Uh, so I'm going to leave it there so that you have the option to bow out and not be involved <laughs> in this conversation. Uh, so this game is called Robin Morningwood Adventures, The Welcome Secret. Now, uh, this game is smut. It is cartoon-esque. Um, the, the art style is very simple, but very effective, <laughs> very cartoon-esque and in the best possible way. Um, you play as a character who comes to the city of Welcome, Welcome Village. And Welcome Village is a village started um, by a gay man who wanted a place where he would feel safe. So the entire city is filled with gay people. And gay people with very little sexual inhibitions, 
Um, and none of them seem to be monogamous. <laughs> that seems to be how they like it. Uh, so um, this is a very uh, loose <laughs> city, um, putting it lightly. So uh, when you first enter the city, you're told, we'll go down into this trap here. And the two guards proceed to tell you to strip off your clothes. They strap you to this wall with all these torture instruments and proceed to show you a book of pornography gay male pornography and if you get hard that means you're allowed to enter the town <laughs> everyone in town is branded with a magical brand uh, that has the brand of the village um, and your job is to just help the town uh, you started off uh, kind of helping them going around town and rebuilding where you could rebuild here's me walking through the town of welcome here's the inn uh, where the innkeeper who is also the um the postmaster uh, rents you a room, and, and the <laughs> sexy times happen all the time. Every night, you can go up and see that um, he is having sex with a man in the top floor of that room. Um, there is, oh, there's the orc and the fisherman. No, there's the orc and the fruitmonger that every night sit on a bench and give each other hand jobs. Um, <laughs> it's a grossly inappropriate game, in the best possible sense. So, um, the, the story, a loose bit of the story here, is that the king, this gay man who started this village, um, something happened and he became impotent. And from it, uh, uh, we believe like a curse, uh, there are now these dark knights that show up and um, fuck everybody, <laughs> uh, taking their energy by fucking them um so now the entire city instead of uh pulling out weapons and killing and maiming and injuring um it's all sexy so it's a new way of fighting fighting with sex uh it's fascinating so you're obviously gonna have to spend plenty of time practicing and practicing you do a lot uh so there's various characters that you help and, and as you help them along the way you learn skills so they kind of split it into these kind of four areas here so you have the kind of initial flirting is where you start off uh flashing your butt showing your abs patting their butt speaking dirty winking at them and then it starts getting a little bit more aggressive and i don't have all the abilities so i don't know them all yet there's a uh, flexing your crotch flexing your pecs grabbing your crotch spanking <laughs> the other person um and then it continues to get worse slapping them in the in the face with your dick <laughs> um putting a finger up there tongue kissing sucking a nipple and then when it gets to full-on intercourse then it's like you jump on or you jump on them or 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 tongues involved in places and oral and whatnot and frotting uh so and then it eventually leads to the orgasm which is victory that's <laughs> that's when you win the fight so Grossly inappropriate, uh, and <laughs> in the best possible way. Your inventory, what you wear, and how you, you get better is as you keep playing. Um, you can buy weapons, which are purely decorative, uh, because you don't use them in a weapon sense. Except for the cock ring and butt plug, <laughs> which are your primary equipment. Um, and I'm wearing the Viking, I'm currently wearing the Steel Viking and Silver Cockring, uh, which adds uh, 90 health 
resistance. Uh, and then I'm wearing the uh, bronze serpent butt plug, which adds virility and even more health resistance. Uh, so, and then there are various teas that help you get more energy back. And you have resources. You go out looking for wood and stone and iron and meat, all those various things. Um, and <laughs> you make friends with the local visitors, uh, the villagers. There is uh, the man, like I said, that runs the inn, or there's the the uh, blacksmith, um, and the blacksmith and the stonemason and the woodcarver are these three friends who have who came to welcome together. Each of them have their own story about being oppressed and how they came here to feel safe and how they love it and and um, it's very sexy times. You have sex with almost everybody. <laughs> Very inappropriate, very fun. And when you reach a level of, um, when you like slowly getting to know them, they become your acquaintances and then your friends and they become part of your love circle or sex circle. Um, you get these storylines with them. Um, and then eventually once they love you, they'll give you their underwear. And when you reminisce by sniffing their underwear, you think back about them. <laughs> There's an underwear thief that will steal the underwear and you have to buy it back from him. And <laughs> so this game is very inappropriate and it's very specifically targeted to people who are into this um, i find it fascinating and there's also a really fun card game called strip lucky which is um what it reminds me of is backgammon uh with the no what's backgammon what's the one with the little um the board of um, it's the rectangle board with all the little spots and you put the beans in the spots and then it's like trying to like if you had more beans than the one across from you you can take them and um, it's it's a, it's a really fun card game so there's actually some really fun elements it's a really fun game um, it was actually a kickstarter game and let me tell you more about the company that made it because I want to encourage you I'm saving the game so I can turn it off uh, so I can go look up more about <laughs> the company because it's amazing so you can go right now to grizzly-gamer-studio.itch.io or simply search for Robin Morningwood Adventures and you will definitely find the website here. Um, it is a fun game that is available for both Windows, Mac OS, and Android. So you can play this on your phone and it's listed as a gay bara RPG. Um, you can get the game right now for $32. I will say right now it is so entertaining. Um, it is absolutely worth the money. Um, I encourage everyone to get it. Um, and uh, if you, if this is the game for you, tell me all about it. Like, I want to hear if you enjoy it because I think it's great. Um, and I hope there's a sequel. <laughs> so, um, oh, let's see. Related games. Are there more games like this? Oh, oh, goodness. There are other inappropriate games. So, uh, I'm going to check out this website i love it itch.io uh check out and see if they have anything more that's fun uh, <laughs> oh a gay farming game who doesn't love a good gay farming game uh so i'm gonna go ahead and check these out this is great so darlings i'm gonna leave it there i think that we've definitely had enough to talk about this week and i know that we will definitely have more to talk about next week because next week will be christmas who doesn't love christmas well sometimes i do sometimes i don't but this year, I think I'm going to have a great Christmas. Love you guys. Mwah! Bye. Okay, with the program, me has no one is so rich as to throw away a friend. You know how. Well, thank you so much, Chi Chi. You are exactly right, my friends and darlings. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Donna Sugar Show. 
You can download these episodes anywhere you can find podcasts online. And darlings, I love to hear from you. So give me a call at 716-236-8599. Leave me a voicemail, me at DonnaSugars.com. Or find me online at Twitter and Instagram at Donna Sugars and on Facebook at the Donna Sugar Show Facebook page. Or check me out on Large Penis Support Group. That's LPSG.com. LPSG.com. A place for people who are just like me who say, Hey, you know that celebrity that was in that movie? I totally have pictures of him naked. Here they are. That's LPSG.com. Kisses, darlings. Mwah. Bye! And if you enjoyed this background music, check it out on Audio Library on YouTube. Just search Friendship by Declan DP. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at Pride48.com.